Hello and welcome to the Lion Go to Defend podcast. I am your host, Max. And I'm your other host, Mikey. This is a podcast where we recap and discuss all the big villain episodes of Disney's The Lion Guard. Afterwards, we will have a few special episodes where we discuss Magic Quest, Miraculous, and the Great Wolf Kids cartoon shorts. Let's get started! Back during sophomore and junior year of high school, I've been having these recurring nightmares that I did something to cause me to lose all my friends. Which is crazy. I've never had a dream like that before, but the only crazy dream that I had when I was young was when my when I watched my mom get eaten by a bear. <laughs> yeah, both of those are pretty bad, but... But I think losing friends is worse, because if your mom gets eaten by a bear, at least you still have your dad and your aunts and uncles to help you. But if you lose all your friends, then it takes a long time to make new ones. Yeah, that's true. It is a little bit harder. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And... One of the things TV actually does right is it actually shows how hard it is to make new friends. I mean, if you look at shows like Miraculous, which we will be recapping once we're done with The Lion Guard, they show that it's hard for new students to make friends, and and Mm. there are some other examples. I can't think of any right now. Can you, Mikey? Um, I've seen, like, certain shows, but, like, I can't really remember, like, hmm. um, it's, I mean, like, the only thing I can think of, like, there's, like, certain movies that I've watched, like, like, I feel like Dr., like, the new Dr. Doolittle, like, there was, like, this, like, this, like, this girl that, sent that I, I don't know, I, I don't remember everything about it, but it's confusing. I've actually never seen Dr. Doolittle. Really? Not the old one or the new one? Have you seen the old one? Um, nope. But it seems pretty interesting about a guy who can talk to animals. Yes, and they can act, they, he's the only one who can hear them, which is cool. Yeah. It's very... Weird. <laughs> um, there's like this one point where this giant whale is jumping, and there's like this animal's like, I have I have a one way ticket to Crazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think that humans would be able to understand the Lion King characters? What do you mean? I, I mean, in Lion King, we see that lions are able to like speak and understand. English, which means that they must have learned language communication from somewhere. Oh, I think I know where. You know how parrots can talk if they're taught? Like, they, like maybe they learned it from them. And then, like, they, they just evolved after, like, they, like, they taught their, their, their kid, their, their cubs or whatever animal, like, like, because every animal, the, the Lion King and Lion Guard can talk. It's just, like, they all talk in different ways. But maybe, like, a human taught the parrot how to talk, like, every word in the human language. And then, like, <laughs> which would take, like, years, by the way. But, um, but, like, but, like, once they did, they just sent it up. It's like, please go teach other animals these <laughs> words. <laughs> and... And apparently they've also been taught medicine because Makini and Rafiki know exactly what can help Kion um, combat the venom from Shari's bite. But apparently they didn't study enough to know that, uh, that you can build up resistance to certain medicines and 
that actually plays a small part in the episode we're recapping today, which is also the reason why I brought up the nightmare that about me losing all my friends. It's because in this one, Kion finds himself in a situation where he almost fights one of his closest friends. Yeah, if I remember correctly, isn't it Fooly? Yep, it is Fooly. But he's able to snap out of it when Bunga points out what they're doing. In case you don't know which episode I'm talking about, it's Season 3, Episode 10, Friends to the End. It was written by Allison Taylor and directed by Tom DeRosier. The cast is Max Charles as Kion, Joshua Rush as Bunga, Diamond White as Fooly, Atticus Schaefer as Ono, Dusan Brown as Beshti, Brianna Salaz as Onga, Landry Bender as Makini, Mallory Lowe as Mother Goose, Jason Lachey as Yoon Mibu, David Oyelowo, I think I pronounced that right. <laughs> and even if I didn't, it wasn't as epic a fail as I did when we were recapping Battle for the Pride Lines. Anyway, <laughs> he's back as Scar, Greg Chun as Peacock Leader, and Hudson D'Andrea as Baby Goose. The song in this episode is Friends to the End, written by Bo Black and performed by Diamond White, Brianna Salaz, Atticus Schaefer, Dusan Brown, and Landry Bender. Which is like all like all of like the main characters of Yeah, the, except yeah. for Bunga and Kion. Yeah, they don't sing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is my second favorite episode in the entire series. And we will be recapping my favorite next time. And But before we dive in, I wanted to take a moment to talk about the season three opening and the theme. Oh, oh yeah. You mean the two part? It's... That was crazy, because, like, they were fighting all of Scar's army, and, yeah. like, the beginning was, like, them fighting. I was like, well, okay, I don't know why you need to start out like that, but yeah. okay. And the theme for the rest of the season started with them all running, and it had little clips from all the episodes throughout the series. Like, it had them running from an avalanche, and, <laughs> and there's a clip from Dragon Island of Fooly almost drowning before Beshti saves her. The opening is a great opening. Oh yeah, you mean like like the end? Yeah. yeah. That like, I think they, they kept it for the first two seasons but then they changed it for the third season because like they, I, like cause like, it's like a completely different theme cause like now that Scar is defeated, they uh, it's hard to explain. It's basically, they have to heal Kion, so they have to go to the Tree of Life, and apparently, um, why can't I? Oh, not Rafiki. Wait, is it Rafiki? No. That's the, that's, that's a... <sighs> what are you trying to think of? It's the, uh, like, you know, like the, like the, like the guy, like, puts the paint on, like, all of the lions, like... I can't remember his name right now, but, um, I think it's either Rafiki or something else. It's, I know Makini is, like, his apprentice. Yeah, Makini's the one who's featured the most in season three. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Rafiki's the old monkey who, like, paints stuff. He was the one who had the map to the Tree of Life. Yeah, that's he has it all on the cave that where the lion guard lives. And after the theme plays, we get we get Gary Anthony Williams who voices Mufasa saying the lion guard, and then the title of the episode, Friends to the End. Mm-hmm. And the episode starts with everyone running through the jungle, and Kion's telling everyone to hurry up. 
because because they're getting pretty close to the tree of life. And Bestie realizes that Kion is in a rush this morning. Fooly doesn't mind moving fast for a change. And Bunga doesn't either, but someone who does is Makini. She's like, she acts like so tired. He's like, well, can we just slow down and stop for a second? And then Kai's like, no, we have to get to the tree of life. Yeah. And <laughs> Bunga decides to race Kai onto the tree of life. Kion agrees, just don't get in his way. And immediately, Bunga trips and falls <laughs> on him. <laughs> and Kion gives him a death glare for a second before just brushing it off. And we see that they're in front of a body of water. And then, like, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure one of them, like, drinks from it. Like, maybe... Yeah, Bestie says it's time for a break, and he and Anga go to get a drink. Bunga's swimming around. <laughs> and someone who's not enjoying himself here is Kion. Because of his eye, mostly. Yeah. He's, he's like, who said anything about a break? And Fully tries to stand up for them, saying that they could probably use a rest and Kion says that they'll rest when they get to the Tree of Life. They're so close. And then he rubs his scar. And Fuli tells Makini to give Kion some Tuliza. Which he reluctantly agrees to. He chews it, gulps it down. Makini asks him if he's better. And annoyed, he says he's fine. And he'll be better when they get to the Tree of Life. He's... He calls everyone away. Bestie says the break's over. And Bunga <laughs> says before it even got started. <laughs> he always likes to have fun. I don't know. He says kind of acts very weird in this episode. I don't know why. He yeah. just does. Oh, I forgot to mention. Our drinking game is take a shot every single time Bunga says that Kion's turning evil. <laughs> and we're probably going to have a lot to talk about after we finish recapping this, because there's a lot to unpack in this episode. Yeah, it's very complicated. After, like, <clears throat> the first time I watched it, I was like, oh my god, Kion is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to get worse from this point. Fully notices that the two Lisa didn't do him much good, him being Kion. Makini says that it's not looking like it's used like it used to. Fully thinks that maybe they really do need to get to the Tree of Life soon. And Bunga says that they need to before the venom in his scar totally takes over and turns him evil. Great! <laughs> and Makini and Fooly both reprimand him. <laughs> he's, like, he's not evil. He's just having issues. <laughs> and Bunga doubles down on his claim that Kion's turning evil, but Fooly dismisses him. And he's like, I hope you're right. <laughs> then they're still walking past the cliff. Besti asks, if there are friendly animals at the Tree of Life, Makini says there are, and that everyone she remembered was super friendly. Bestie can't wait to meet them, because there's nothing he likes more than making new friends. Then Anga notices <laughs> a baby goose on the cliff. Yep. And this is when the episode starts going off the rails, <laughs> getting really crazy and wild. The goose falls off the cliff, which Beshki points out and says that they've got to save it, but Kion isn't so sure. Beshki yeah. leaves, fully runs after him, Bunga goes too, and Kion attempts to... All of them all back, but 
he's too late because Vashti catches the goose on its back. Fooly <laughs> tells him, nice catch. And McKinley says, it's so cute. Vashti <laughs> asks if he's okay. And he shows his would go, according to Kion, but Bestie wants to put him back in his nest, because his mom <laughs> might be worried. Yeah, Kion, but you'll see the opposite later. <laughs> yeah. Kion gives in and tells Anga to take the baby goose to the nest, and then and she does. Kion starts to say that, to say that they should get going, but there's another one falling out of the nest. <laughs> and then I pre- And oh no makes a return. Oh no <laughs> From Makini this time. Anga attempts to grab the baby goose, but she misses. Then Beshti goes after her and she and he misses too. <laughs> Then Bunga gets her. With ultimate parkour. <laughs> <laughs> and cue angry mother goose coming to peck them all to death. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> She's like, unhand my child. <laughs> and Bunga is confused and he gives... To the mother goose, goose, and he says she's fine. The baby goose is all excited because she did it. The mother goose compliments her, tells her she knew she could, then asks where her brother is. Bestie <laughs> says that they put him back up in her nest, and he's glad they could help. And then the mother <laughs> goose is like, like, help! And starts squawking. She <laughs> 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 like flaps around in circles. <laughs> she, and she like hits a rock. <laughs> yeah. And Fooly is very confused. <laughs> Fooly's like, what? We thought we were helping. Yeah, Bunga thinks that maybe that's how a goose says thank you. <laughs> Bestie doesn't think so. And Ono figures it out, starting with the return of Oh No! Oh No! <laughs> Apparently they weren't falling, they were just going to the a water and leaving the nest for the first time. And apparently that happens in real life as well, I guess. Yeah. The mother goose is angry because now they're going to have to do it all over again. And Beshti apologizes, saying that they were just trying to help. But the mother goose goose doesn't doesn't accept his apology. (laughs) (laughs) And then she, like, just, like, walks away angrily. Mm. (laughs) And and then next, it's like they just keep walking. Yeah, Beshti says it's a false alarm. And... Kion says, no more wasting our time helping animals who don't need help, which seems reasonable. Yeah, because, like, obviously they were just doing what nature told them to do. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and fully comforts Bashti. And Bunga says that he doesn't know. When Kion decided to start calling helping someone a waste of time, Bestie says it was weird, but he's not himself today. Then Bungo tries to say that he's turning evil, but Bestie says that Kion just wants to get to the Tree of Life. And Bunga says they better make it there in time. And then we hear squawking. <laughs> oh no. It's peacocks. And then they're like, ah, ah. It's like, one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> and it's like a dance troupe. <laughs> Bestie says that he's never seen anything like it. Oh no. Is that they're displaying their 
they're doing traditional display dance. Bunga wants to know what they're displaying, and the peacocks all send their feathers up in front of Tyon. And it's like, get out of the way, (laughs) Yeah. Bunga sees now. Tyon tells the peacocks that they're trying to get through. Peacock's leader says that they can't stop now because it's all traditional. And Kion sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably allergic to feathers. Which would... I, I, I've never seen a, a lion that's allergic to feathers, but you know. <laughs> and the squawking resumes. Bestie calls it Poa. It is kind of cool because their feathers are very colorful. I... I've seen one like on a show and they like they do it to attract the other males I think. Yeah. Or to annoy lions. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kion says that they don't have time. They're coming through. He tells the lion guard to follow him. And Fooly says seriously. <laughs> seriously <laughs> <laughs> Bestie and Makini are pretty polite. They're like, excuse me? Sorry. And the peacock leader tells them to watch where they're going and squawks angrily. (laughs) Then Kion tells him to watch where he's going and pushes him. That's bad. And then growls at him and we... He turns to see the guard's shocked expressions, and he's like, What? He didn't watch where he was going. Peacocks think they own the place. <laughs> and Bunga asks if Kion pushed the peacock on purpose. Onga says he did, but Beshti immediately denies it. That's going to be the <laughs> thing with Beshti throughout this episode, basically immediately denying everything Kion does until Kion bullies him a little bit later on. She's kind of sad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and Bunga says that the old Kion wouldn't, but the new Kion might. Anga and Ono are confused. Kion and Bunga once again says that Kion's turning evil. Which Anga doesn't believe, and Fooly shuts Bunga down again. (laughs) (laughs) And Bunga decides to say he's right, and then in the background we hear five, six, seven, eight, and more squawking. (laughs) But now they're behind them, so it doesn't really affect them. Yeah, and Fooly decides to confront Kion. Kion says that if they keep getting slowed down, they'll never get to the Tree of Life. Then Bestie calls something off-screen Poa. And Ono wants to know what's Poa. And Bestie says, that guy, look up. And we see a leopard hanging upside down from a tree branch. (laughs) Bestie introduces himself. And the leopard introduces himself as Unibu. Mm. Bestie asks where he learned to hang like that. Unibu says that hanging like that is nothing, which Bestie is impressed by. Yeah. Ono identifies him as a clouded leopard, which Unibu confirms. And Bunga tries to show off, but fails and falls. <laughs> and admits he is wrong. And Wait. then there's laughing, but Kion is getting worse. He says, yeah. not again. Best he tries to introduce him to you and me, boo, but Kion says that they don't have new time for have time for new friends. Mm-hmm. You and Mibu says that they were just saying hello and Kion says that he wasn't talking to him and growls. Oh dear. Then you and Mibu screams and runs away and this convinces Bestie to attempt to stand up to Kion asking him why he'd scare him like that. 
and Tyon says that they can't stop every time Besti sees a new animal. He says he's just being nice. Tyon tells him to stop being nice. Which is not definitely not like him. Yeah. It's definitely the scar. Yeah, I don't really know what that poison's doing to him, but it's making him very grumpy. <laughs> yeah. And Bestie's taken aback. But he says he doesn't know how to stop being nice. McKinney offers Kion to Lisa again, but he just to forget it and that to Lisa's not working anymore. But she's probably right. <laughs> yeah. And Bunga's like, evil. Evil. <laughs> and then Fooly tells Kion that he's out of control, which she has done in previous episodes. And he usually admits she's right. But this time, he asks if he really is. And all he wants to do is get to the Tree of Life so he can get better. But everyone keeps slowing him down. Mm. And Fuli says that they're not trying to slow him down. They're trying to help him. But it feels to Kion like they're dr- like he's dragging them along. Fuli points out that his scar is hurting so he's not thinking straight. And then tells him that he was mean to Bestie. Mm. And Kion denies this, but Bunga's like, you kind of are. And <laughs> Kion growls at him. Fuli offers to take over until he feels better, but Kion refuses to let her and tries to fight her. Which Fu- is unusual. Yeah, and Fuli actually tells him not to do this. And Makini asks if they're going to fight. Onga says that it looks like it. <laughs> Ono's glad he can't watch. <laughs> Besti tries to deny that Kion wouldn't would fight fully, but Bunga says of course he would. It's just like what Rafiki said. As he pushes Kion and Fuli away so that they don't rip each other's throats out. (laughs) Wait, wait, Bunga does that? Yeah, Yeah. remember Bunga pushes Kion and Fuli away? Yeah. Kion wants to know what's just like Rafiki said. And Bunga, once again, exposits from Battle for the Pride Lands, saying that if the Venom stayed Inside him too long, he wouldn't know the difference between right and wrong. Kion is confused, and Bunga says that it's happened. He's been acting mean all day, which surprises Kion. He asks Mm. if he really has been, and the entire guard makes him feel worse. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, (laughs) mentions that he told them not to stop and help. Anga mentions... Knocking over the peacock, and Makini mentions scaring a clouded leopard. And then Bunga says that, worst of all, he yelled at Beshti. And then, once again, says that Kion's turning evil. Oh, gosh. Kion is saddened and asks if he really thinks he's evil, which Bunga says, yes. Of course he does. (laughs) And he says he can't help it, it's his scar. Then Kion turns to the rest of the guard, hoping that they'll say he's not turning evil. <laughs> but the answers don't really inspire confidence. Makini <laughs> is like, hey, well. Well. <laughs> no, no, it's like, I don't know if I'd say evil. <laughs> Bestie's the only one who outright says that Kion's not turning evil. And then Bunga's like, yeah, you are. And Fooly <laughs> tells tells him not to listen to Bunga and that nobody thinks he's evil and wants to get to the Tree of Life. And then Bunga cuts 
her off saying that if it's too late, good Kion might be gone forever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Kion insists he's not evil and growls, and then suddenly realizes that he might be, and he heads off. Then Bestie uh, starts to follow him, but Fooly tells Bestie that he'll be back, just needs time to himself. Bunga asks which Kion he'll be, good Kion or evil Kion? My gosh, Bunga just wants to, I don't even know, he's just really, I don't know, he's being weird. And then Fooly really loses her temper. I've actually <laughs> never seen her this mad until this episode. Oh yeah, she she's like, Kion is not evil! Yeah, she... Pretty much. She snapped at him, telling him that nobody had to say that Kion was evil because Bunga said they all saw it happening. Someone had to say it. And that's what causes her to snap. And then Bunga's like, are you sure? And Feshti answers, and he also sounds sort of angry with Bunga. Yeah, he's Bunga's being really annoying at this point. He's yeah. like... And Beshi says that Kion will never turn evil. Fully says that he's right. And we get the song! (laughs) (laughs) It's my second favorite song. My favorite song is actually in the next episode we'll be recapping. And during the song we get a montage of flashbacks... Which, although I was watching each episode trying to find them, it looks like they didn't really happen in any episodes. What? Yeah, I couldn't find any episode where Kion pulled a thorn out of Makini's foot. That's weird. And I also couldn't find the one with all the little Hyraxes, which were the little creatures on Kion's back getting carried across the river. Oh, that's so weird. Maybe it was, like, maybe, like, that was, like, their past, and, like, maybe, like, that's why they're, like, when they were traveling to, do you think it was, like, before their Tree of Life, or, like, in the past seasons, or, like? I think it was supposed to be happening in between what we saw during the past seasons, and in two of these flashbacks, we see Janja and the Furbrain. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) It's great to see them again, even though they don't speak, but Janja will have a slightly bigger role in the next episode we're recapping. Mm. He'll also be much younger, only a baby. Yeah. It's kind of weird to see him as a baby, but, you know. And in this and also during this montage, we see the first of two times this episode that Kion falls to his death. Almost. Almost. <laughs> he stops to rub his scar over this narrow tree, and he slips and falls, and everyone just looks shocked. But then Onga grabs him and pulls him back up, much to everyone's delight. Meanwhile, they're all singing, oh, and there's a rap verse. From Bestie. <laughs> Probably by Bill Black. I don't know. Well, actually, it's by Dusan Brown. Oh, okay. And the song ends with everyone tossing Bunga up into the air. Then <laughs> Bestie reassures Bunga that he knows in his heart that Kion will never turn evil. And Bunga hopes he's right. My gosh, he still doesn't believe them, even after the song. <laughs> yeah. And then Ono asked fully if they're still going to the Tree of Life, right? Not to make this about him, but what about him? But what about <laughs> him? <laughs> and Fooly, who I guess has taken over leadership of the Lion God, says of course they're still going as soon as Kion returns. Then we see Kion walk to a puddle, wondering what if he really is turning evil, just like Scar, and he should talk to Grandfather Mufasa, but he can't let him see 
eat him with a scar because he thinks he looks like Scar. And speaking of Scar, his fiery spirit shows up in the puddle to mock him. <laughs> of course. He's like, wait, what is that? CC not CC no Sawa means we are the same. Yeah, I think they reused his dialogue from Battle for the Pride Lands. Oh, and fun fact about this scene it's actually a reference to The Lion King 2. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, Simba exiles Kovu in one scene, and they have this song where they're like, He is not one of us. And for one of the <laughs> scenes, Kovu comes to a, a body of water, and he looks at his reflection, and then something ripples the water and turns it into the reflection of Scar. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And Kovu does exactly what Kion did here, and... Bats the wa- the reflection away with his paw. Yeah, it's so it's just it's very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Kion says that they are not the same. He may look like him, but they'll he'll never act like him. Although he has kind of been acting mean, then he turns around to go apologize and slips on nothing. Oh, uh, nothing! And falls off the cliff to his death. Kion. <laughs> seems like something always goes wrong and then someone always dies. Yeah, someone always dies. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's heading for a bridge. About yeah. to die. And he extends his claws and grabs onto the Onto the branch with his paws slash hands. Yeah. Paw hands. But, but, haws. <laughs> Meanwhile, back with the rest of the guard, Fooly is doing one of my bad habits pacing. Oh, yeah, I do notice you doing that. I don't think it's like a really bad habit. It just shows that you're thinking. That's not really a. Bad yeah, thing. but sometimes I do it even when I'm not thinking. Mom oh. always tells me not to. Oh, okay. Bestie's getting worried about Ion. Makini is worried too. She hopes he didn't get lost or hurt. And I have some bad news for you, Makini. <laughs> <laughs> your your worst nightmares are coming true. <laughs> And and Ono suggests that they should go look for him, not that he would be much help. (laughs) He says that he has been gone a while, then asks Onga to spot him. Onga starts to take off, but Bunga asks. But Bunga! Asked her to look for signs of evil roars. Trees knocked down, terrified animals, exploding volcanoes. <laughs> and this is enough to to annoy even Ono and Makini. Because for <laughs> a split second you can see Makini giving giving Bunga an angry glare before Ono starts talking and then while Ono's talking Fooly <laughs> is just at this is they're all so bad at him because he's saying that these evil bunnies not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! Points out that if Kion would, everyone would have heard it, and Bung's like, "Good point." And then good point. Anga just takes off, knocking him over. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that'll knock some sense into him. Yeah. And. Anga's looking, she doesn't see anything for a while. But then she uses her super zoomed in vision to find Kion hanging from the branch. Which is starting to crack. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Kion's definitely gonna die at the end of this episode. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> and Kion is glad to see Anga. She offers to help him. And he accepts her offer. She tries to help, but she can't get close enough 
and he can't reach her. It's like, it's like so dramatic, like it's like zoomed in on the claw on the paw. It's, it's, it's so, I don't know how they make it so dramatic. And, <laughs> and Olga tells him to hang on. Literally. Literally. I think she actually <laughs> says literally. No, she just says hang on. Oh. And then she goes to get help. <laughs> and Kion <laughs> thanks her and tells her not to be too long. Then we get the cliche of, found him, great. Not really. <laughs> found him, not really. <laughs> and fully oh. leads everyone to the top of the cliff. And they're all looking down on him. On guys so sat, Kion's hanging from a branch. And does Kion have short-term memory loss? Because he asks Ong if that's her, even though he heard her voice, like, seconds ago. I think it's because, like, he just wanted to make sure, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there are any animals here that could mimic other animals' voices. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I mean, unless if it was, like... I, I don't know if any animal that can mimic voices, that would be kind of weird. Hmm, let's see. Are there animals that mimic voices? Well, let's see. Oh, whales, that makes sense. Yeah, mimic other animals, I guess. Yeah, let's see here. The mimic octopus? Oh. Maybe, but if there was a mimic octopus, that would mean they were underwater, which would mean... Fully, <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> seriously, and she's, like, pawing the water. <laughs> and then you hear another voice, and the squid's like, seriously. <laughs> and anyway, back to the episode. Onga says that they're all here. Makini says hi to Kion, bestie. Tells him that they'll help him and fully really needs better word choice. Hang <laughs> in there. Because <laughs> Anka already said that. We could have just. I yeah, don't know. that's almost as bad a choice of words as back in Battle for the Pride Lands when Anka is with Simba and Nala. Simba and Nala and Ono on. On Pride Rock on fire, and she's like, Don't go anywhere! <laughs> and then they're like, We won't! <laughs> I was sort of hoping for Kion to be like, What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> that would be really funny. And Bunga still thinks Kion's turning evil. Oh my gosh. At, th- at this point, they should just push him. <laughs> Off the cliff, and then when he wakes up, he'll be <laughs> okay. Maybe that's a little violent, but they just push Bunga off the cliff <laughs> and fully gives Bunga the death glare for the like 20th time. <laughs> Kion thanks everyone and starts to apologize for his behavior earlier in the episode, but. Fully says to not worry about that now. They just need to get him off the pants. <laughs> <laughs> and God's like, okay. And then they, and then Onga and Ono are immediately like, I can't reach him and I can't carry him. <laughs> Even though we've seen Ono carrying Bunga in Battle for the Pride Lands. But and he's really light, though. He's, like, yeah. 20 times, probably five times lighter than a lion. Although, back during the montage of flashbacks during the song, was Ono carrying fully? Because it sort of looked like it. At one point, Ono came flying in and, like, fully dropped down. Uh, maybe she was, like, jumping off of something. That would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense. Although Anga could probably carry Kion if if oh, yeah. somehow they got got him within range of her talons. Yeah, without hurting him. <laughs> yeah. And 
Bunga decides to make up for being a jerk this entire episode <laughs> by attempting to reach Kion. Kion, but he's also out of his reach. Of course. <laughs> Bunga apologizes and Kion forgives him. And that. Why does Bunga ask Kion if he's turning evil? <laughs> Wait, again? He asked him again? Yeah, and you know what they said about before about you turning evil and stuff? Kion's like, yeah. Are you? <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> Even if I was kind of acting like it. Um, Bungus, as that even if Kion did turn evil, he'd still be his best friend. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and Kion thanks him, and then Bunga asks Fuli for the plan. And Fuli says, someone's gotta climb down and help pull him back up. Bessie says, maybe he can, but he gets cut off by Fuli, who says that he's not much of a climber. And he says that he had someone else in mind. And then cut to a close, a zoomed-in shot of Yoon Mibu's paw. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I can climb down there, but... And then he groans because it's the scary guy. (laughs) It's the scary guy. (laughs) Who needed to be rescued. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Bashti <laughs> and Bashti tells Yunmibu that Kion's really in the sky. Bunga adds that he's just feeling kind of evil today, which earns him another death glare from Fooly. <laughs> <laughs> he's just feeling kinda of evil today. <laughs> and I'm guessing he noticed Fooly's death glare because he backpedals and is like, but he's over that now. And Makini <laughs> pleads with Yoon Mibu to rescue Kion. And then Yoon Mibu turns to talk to Kion and Kion goes to apologize. But Yoon Mibu makes him promise instead to not growl. Mm. And Yoon Mibu then goes to get him up by curling his tail around a branch that's above the branch Kion's hanging from. <laughs> and Kion's asks if he's sure he can do this. Yumibu confirms it. And Ono says that clouded leopards are about the best climbers in the world. Common knowledge! Knowledge, really! really. <laughs> he says that at least once per episode. Yeah. Kion sees what Ono means, and Kion reaches out to grab Yunmibu, just as her branch starts falling. Great! (laughs) So they're both gonna fall to their death. Yep. Oh, great. And Unga just says, "Uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Ono (laughs) is flying next to her. Somehow, I don't know how he can manage to stay in the air without flying into the cliff. That'd be funny. A full-blown concussion. Then dropping out of the air and dying. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, what? Uh Uh-oh, what? Uh Uh-oh, what? (laughs) Bunga and Bestie both tell Tyon to jump, which... He does. Yumibu grabs him. And then he starts slipping. Oh, gosh. And Anga lends a helping talon to Yumibu. Talon! (laughs) (laughs) And she helps pull Kion back to safety. Makini compliments Anga on her save. And Bestie... Tells Yunmibu he knew he could do it. <laughs> and mm. Bunga says that he's got to teach him how to use his tail like that. But Yunmibu says he's going to need a bigger tail. 
Although Fooly <laughs> has a tail that's about that size, so she probably could have done it, maybe, with some training. Yeah, but it would take too long for her to learn, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyon thanks him again and then asks if there's anything he can do in return. And Yumibu says, remember to never growl at a clouded leopard. They don't like it. And Kion <laughs> tells him he'll remember. Then Yumibu says bye to everyone. Bestie says bye to him. And now Kion gets to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, Bestie almost immediately forgives him. Yeah, because, like, he was, he always going to be friends with him. Yeah. And he says it wasn't him talking, it was his scar. Which reminds Bikini that maybe the Tulisa's not working like it used to, but it couldn't hurt. And Kion gets more Tulisa, but this time it does seem to work. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And he goes... <laughs> he goes walking somewhere... Somewhere? <laughs> yeah, he says that they've lost a lot of time today and it was totally his fault. But if they leave now, they can make up for it. And Fully stops him. <laughs> of course. Yeah, she's still in charge and he needs to rest. He's been through a lot. And Bunga and Beshti agree. Fully assures Kion that they'll move on soon. <laughs> soon. And Kion starts to protest, but Makini agrees with Fooly, and this convinces <laughs> Kion to go less. And the, Which is good. Yeah, and the episode ends with, once again, an instrumental version of Power of the Roar. Which is pretty much in every episode, I'm pretty sure, except for the end of yeah. the season, right? Yeah. Now it's time to talk about our thoughts on the episode, and like I said, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, first of all, Kaya wasn't acting like his, himself, and second of all, it's just like, I don't understand why he was acting so strangely, but I'm glad he made up for it at the end. Yeah. It's like, unusual to see, but like, I don't know, like, when he was when he was hanging for his life, he definitely was acting more noble. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm gonna see if there really is something that affects your moral judgment. Um, I mean, there might be, but I don't know. Maybe it only affects, like, animals, like... Let's see here. Hmm. Part of the moral judgment. I guess moral judgment. Part of brain. I also cannot spell today. (laughs) Oh, the... You know something? How does morality work? Oh, that works. Let's see if this can tell us what may have been affected. Let's see... Hmm. Oh, the amygdala. So yeah, that makes see. sense. Poison affects the amygdala. The amygdala. Hmm. Maybe let's try snake venom. There has to be something that this is based off of. I know. It's like I don't know what's going on really. Target and the nervous system. Hmm. Okay, effects of Satan venom from coral snake. Uh, I don't know. Venom, maybe just. Huh. Targeted. Wait, what about that first? This is weird. Yeah, doesn't really look like this. Anyway, remember back in the night you sang to Lisa when I said that some episodes 
of this show are really wild. Yeah, that was one of the wild ones. <laughs> yeah, this one was totally one of the wild ones, but it's also one of my favorites. Yeah, because it's just so many random moments. It's now, like... You know, right. I liked how Fooly and Bestial said that Kion was turning, wasn't turning evil. And mm. how he... And how they try to convince Bunga that Kion's not evil and how they truly are friends even when Kion's not treating them like friends. Yeah. I, th- I think he was just having a hard day, honestly. I think he just wanted to... I don't really know exactly why he was acting that way still. But it's slightly... I mean, it makes sense, but, like, I don't really see any reason for him to act so weird randomly. Like, every other, like, the last episodes, he was, like, fine, and, like, he was willing to help with their animals, etc., but in that episode, he was just corrupted about something. I don't really know. Yeah, I think it may have been, like, his immune system being, like, foreign... Thing detected. Must destroy. <laughs> so that's why it's not working. For foreign um foreign object detected. <laughs> so how would you feel if something like this happened in real life? Um first of all, I don't think a snake would attack a human. Well, it doesn't have to be a snake. How would you feel if like one of your friend's judgments got clouded by some sort of poison or something. I don't really know how it... I mean, I would... I mean, like, I would know that there's something wrong, and I would probably, if they're, if they're at school, take them to our, our nurse or something, or, like, maybe take them to the hospital. I don't know. They need therapy, right? Well, depending. It depends. It's... I don't really know. I mean, if it's, like, a temporary thing, maybe they just have to rest, you know? That yeah. would make sense. I don't know, though. Do you think there would be an anti-venom for something like that? There's probably some sort of cure. Like, 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 there are probably, I mean, like, there may be, I mean, like, I don't know if anybody has ever experienced different morality or, like, your morality changes when they have venom, I guess. I don't know how to explain it, but it's weird. Um. I don't know. What do you think? I think there may be some anti-venom, although in the worst-case scenario, scenario, you may need a brain transplant. Which would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> because then you'd have a completely different thinking process. And it, God, it's just weird. I don't even understand how brain transplants work. Like, that... First of all, they have to use a brain of a dead person. Because nobody can just donate their brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mikey, why don't you want brain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That would be so weird. Anyway, on. Now I think we can move on to our nitpick section. And <laughs> other than geography, which I think we should spare our listeners a rant on to avoid this being two hours long. <laughs> I'll just go with the biggest one and the one that was a nitpick for every single character. Bunga! Bunga! Yay! <laughs> Why does he keep saying that Kion is evil? Yeah, it's like it starts to get annoying even for like the people that watch it, <laughs> because like at first it's kind of funny, but then it's like, uh, I think you should stop now because you're obviously affecting the moods of other people. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know. He, he seemed like he actually believed it too, which made it worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. I sort of feel like Fooly and Bestie are here in this episode as an audience surrogate to sort of reassure everyone that Kion's not turning evil. 
an audience surrogate? Isn't that like somebody... Yeah, it's like when a character plays the role of the audience. Oh, that's interesting. I never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's like also one of my nitpicks as well. But and also, I, I don't know if... I feel like they shouldn't have made Kyan that mean. I think it was maybe an overreaction because... I don't know. It just seemed like wrong, you know? I don't know. But. Yeah, but that's the whole thing about the environment. It'll just make them feel wrong. Yeah, it's not their fault, yeah. All in all, this was a really good episode. Yeah. And next time, we're going to be doing Season 3, Episode 16, The Lake of Reflection. So send in questions for that. You can send in questions for The Lake of Reflection to lionguard3 at gmail.com. And it's the number three. Yeah, not spelling out, you know. Yeah, just wanted to specify that because that may have been why I didn't receive any questions for this episode. So please send in your questions. We'd love to discuss them. I I also just today added the voice message link to the to like you know like 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 the top like 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 the like the explanation of it so you can. You guys, I think, use that link and send in voice messages as well. I don't know how it works, but I guess we'll see if you guys send some in. So, so please do that and have a night, great day. Yeah, see you for the Lake of Reflection. Bye. Bye.